Hello, welcome back to Blanket Bros Film Podcast, podcast you didn't ask for from guys you've never heard of, even though you may have heard us by now. If you're a, if you're a listener, if you're a constant listener. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? <laughs> you can't change the intro up. Well, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Well, that's it. We're done. <laughs> that's the intro now. We're sold out. <laughs> We're sold out. Yeah, I'm Max Rosan, and with me is Jack. Hey, Jack. Well, so we don't do full names. <laughs> what are you doing? All right. Well, this is this is this is the episode this is, now. So that's it. This is fine. Yeah, let's keep going. In <laughs> so, this week's episode, fans, we'll be talking about uh, Fantastic Beasts and where they are found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we both saw it separately. I think Jack mm-hmm. went on a date to see it. I didn't. That didn't happen. Didn't you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> awesome. Right. Um, yeah. So you want to talk? I saw about it in four D though. In four D. Yeah. What with the, like the the water splashes? And yeah, stuff. with the fucking water splashes and the moving chairs and the wind and the smells. Really? How did that work out? It's fucking weird, man. It smells? Yeah, smells. Like you know when he opens the case of the of the baked treats. Yeah. You hear like a in the cinema, and then you get like this smell of like cinnamon. I'm like, oh really? Yeah. Is that great? <laughs> Not really. It was kind of distracting. You know, like when you when you watch a film in 3D. Like, action films don't work in 3D because they had two jump cut And a 3D frame takes, like, a little bit longer than a 2D frame for your brain to sort of to process. Yeah. So because the chairs were moving as well and the wind was hitting you, and the, and it's in 3D, it was kind of hard to, like, watch the film. <laughs> Which was a little bit annoying. So they're just throwing more and more stuff at you to distract yeah. you from the film. Yeah. You know yeah. the beginning uh, with the, the Warner Brothers logo, and then there's the lightning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, like, flashes of light in the, in the screen. What? Like in the cinema, yeah. That's and not, then that's s- not what... steam. Steam came out at the front, and then like steam was covering the screen for a little while, <laughs> like into the next scene when he was on the boat. I don't think that's what visionary director David Yates intended with this. Film. <laughs> I don't think so, no. But the woman who sold it to us, it was ten pounds seventy for these tickets, by the way. Right, which is quite, which is quite expensive. The the guy woman who sold it to us said, um, "Oh, if you're going to see a film in four D, it has to be this one. It has to be this one." Right, and I was like, I was like, yeah, sure it does. Sure, it has to be this one. <laughs> Classic, classic upselling. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, fine, that's sure. me. You should be going to say by me. That's the sort of thing I have to do. <laughs> that's classic you, Max. Well, if you're going to see, you got to see in 3D, obviously. That's what the director intended. Wherever well, the cinema I work at, if you're seeing a 3D film at peak time, which is after five o'clock or at the weekend, and you, say you're sitting in premiere and you got to buy uh, cinema tickets, it's sixteen pound fifty-five. <laughs> yeah, it's so expensive. Yeah. It's like a mortgage. I know. Yeah. I, just, I, just people, I don't think I just have to pay that much, you know? Yeah. Why can't, don't why go can't it be cheaper? Yeah, that's why people don't go anymore. Why can't it be cheaper? Why can't it be just £5? Pounds? Yeah. They were just, you know, they're just going to just destroy the cinema experience. No one's going to go see films. People are going to yeah. use their Netflix if needed. So yeah. Anyway, 4D, uh, would recommend to try it. Just right. It's pretty fun. But if you're going to actually, like, if you're going to go see Sicario, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> wouldn't recommend it in 4D, you know. Or fucking Lincoln. <laughs> if you're watching Lincoln, you don't really need the smells, you know. You can just experience the film. Yeah, but for a film like this, it's quite fun and it's quite family friendly, so, well, most of the time. So yeah. it's, it's, it's good. It was fun. So what did you think of the plot, Jack? Were you, um, what did you think? Um, I thought it was pretty good. Right. Probably not exactly what I would have wanted. Yeah, when someone says to you Harry Potter spin-off or a Harry Potter prequel, what yeah. sort of thing would you would you be expecting, really? Not, well, not following I, if, this guy. Yeah, exactly. Not following this guy, who I don't even know. Maybe young Dumbledore. I'd expect it to be in England. And if it was in America, I'd expect it to be in an American Hogwarts, or the right. equivalent of. Mm. Uh, but this is fine. New York. They got New York, so Americans go, yeah. And they call them... Uh, 
what they call them, nomadges. Yeah. Which is what they call muggles. So Americans go, yeah, we've got our own word. Yeah, it was pretty Americanized, this whole thing. And you could, you could yeah. tell it was just like, yeah, on this first one, we're just going to just really just reel in the American audience. But the American audience yeah. like Harry Potter <laughs> for its Britishness, you know, for its pumpkin pasties and yeah. fucking eggnog. Yeah. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really... I didn't really get that, you know. It doesn't really make sense, no. Yeah. What I didn't did you li- think of the plot though. I didn't like the plot. I thought it was very convoluted. There was too many things going on. It didn't focus on enough stuff. I wanted to just a film about Rose right. Commander just looking for fantastic beasts, you know? Go for something more simple. That's true. That's very true. And you get some of yeah. that, but you also get fucking muggle politics. <laughs> muggle politics. Everyone's favourite. <laughs> it's like it's like the scenes in the prequels of the fucking space politics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, do I really care? I don't think I do. I guess I do. You're showing it to me, so I must do. And I, I, really. I would have enjoyed the magical politics, but it just wasn't that intriguing or interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, did you like that stuff with the... Because the, it's basically two stories just thrown together. There's the there's Newt's Commander and he's well, we'll got try and his, tr- his Remember, case. try and keep it, like, spoiler-free. Yeah. You've got Newt's yeah, Commander cool. in his case, and you've got, yeah. like, a bad guy scheme going on as well. Mm-hmm. And they're sort yeah. of, they sort of, um, you know, like, tied together... At places and then they don't, and then he goes off on mm-hmm. his adventure and does his own thing, and then he comes back to it. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I didn't think it worked that well together. You know what yeah. I mean? Sure. I had a thing. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was pretty good, actually. Did you like the whole film? Yeah, I liked the whole film. Really? Yeah. Uh, I didn't really damn. like it, dude. I didn't really. Oh like damn! It. But I'm like, you know, you, you like Harry Potter, don't you? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like pretty big on Harry Potter. I like all the films. Some more than others, and I've read all the books. What's um, the best film? Prisoner of Azkaban, no doubt. Yeah, it is. Obviously, so, so good. Followed by the last one, Deathly Hallows Part Two. Oh, I think it goes three, four, seven, two, one, six, five. About eight, <laughs> just to make it nice and complicated, <laughs> and then eight. Yeah, actually, no, eight. Put eight like fourth. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just didn't. I just didn't really gauge that well with this film. Like, I liked. I like the main character. I'm not a big Eddie Redmayne fan, but I thought he was, you know, mm-hmm. perfectly fine in this film. Mm-hmm. I like the Muggle guy; he was alright. Yeah, but uh, apart from that, apart from that, it didn't really, it didn't really cook your biscuits. No, I didn't really cook my biscuits. No. Didn't, didn't really cook no. my pastries. <laughs> That's a shame because <laughs> it really cooked my biscuits. <laughs> I was like, this is fun. I liked every character. I think apart from the woman who's the love interest at the end. Right. Not the not the blonde girl, the dark haired girl. Right, can't remember her name. Tina, Tina, sure. Uh, Tina was a little bit boring. Uh, I didn't. I also didn't. I thought Colin Farrell was good, but yeah. he was a little bit badguy.com dot com straight away. He was like, yeah. "Oh, you're, you're the bad guy." Yeah, and then he was. <laughs> so that was a little bit disappointing. Yeah. Um. I don't know though. I, don't, I liked it overall. Overall, I was like, "Yeah, that was good." I liked I liked all the mad the like the the magical creaturey stuff. Why couldn't they have stuck with that? You know, that's why I much rather preferred a film where just all of his you know all his creatures escape and he's got to go and find them while dodging the the ministry. You know, that would have yeah. been way cooler. But they just add cool. this whole thing with like this stuff. And they could of, have done like different locations and stuff. All yeah, around the world. yeah. You know, like an Indiana Jones style thing. Also, if he can apparate, if he can apparate, why is he getting like the tra- the the boat to <laughs> America? So true. It's, I yeah. don't get it. Maybe there's like a distance you can go. Did you think they over-apparated? Uh, a little bit. It was a little bit. It was a little bit OP, wasn't it? I thought it was because every time they did it, the the, sh- the chair would shake. Right. Uh, in the <laughs> <and> go, 
And you know it like comes out of nowhere like that, and then they just go. Yeah. It was like a jump scare every time. <laughs> so I, 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 I got. I think it was overdone because every time they did it, I got fucking jump scared. So. So for you, you wouldn't see it in 4D again because like. Wouldn't see it in 4D again. It, no. I guess that's kind of a weird choice to put a a seat vibrate if it's going to happen constantly. Yeah. I don't think I'd see it in 2D again. Not for a while. I saw it in 2D. But I would see the next one. Yeah, I mean, it did a reasonably good job of setting up this universe, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But I want to go into that in spoiler territory, so... Towards towards the end of the film, there's something that's just... uh... Okay, yeah. Same. Uh, What else can we talk about? Music? Did you like that they didn't really do any pandering Harry Potter music? They sort of did their own? Yeah, right at the beginning they did, but that was a nice kind of send-off to the film. I, did, I, I guess I didn't really notice the music, which is, which good. is good. Yeah, it's a good song. I also didn't really know. Did you know that composers hate that when people say, "Yeah, it's good when you don't hear the music." Composers yeah, are know. like, "Fuck." I know. Like, they also hate that um, they will think all films sound the same now because there's this thing called a, a temp track or something, which is what the editor will put over the film as like temporary music, and then the director will watch it and he'll fall in love with that music. So he'll say to the composer, <laughs> "Like, yeah, just do it like that." <laughs> Just do it like a little bit different than that. Which is why that's why for years everything sounded like the Inception music. Yeah, there's quite a good video on it. Actually. That's why composers keep dropping out of stuff because they're just like you always get yeah. like a James Horner or whoever's just left the project or Henry Jackman, like these yeah. endless like blank names. Yeah, because they because they go and get the creative control. No Unless you're Spielberg and you're working with you know Williams. big fucking Williams. Yeah, and obviously you can go to Williams. You know, just do your thing. Man. I, I trust you. But with these others, I guess they have to. I don't know. I don't know why they don't trust them. It's weird. I mean, I mean, you trust an editor. Yeah. But with a, with an editor, you can like recut and re- yeah. Like, I mean, with, I mean, when, a direct- when writing a score, it takes a while. Like. A director will work closely with an editor. M- music is something that a director, you know, they they have no bearing. They can just, they can listen to a thing and mm-hmm. they they like it, but they can't yeah. really you know can't create music, can you? Unless you're a True. composer. So yeah, and a director as well might not really know music that well. Yeah, like as well as a composer, because it is like it's a whole different field and it's a whole different type of learning and understanding and knowing. Hmm. So when they when they hear something and it sounds pretty cool in the in the in the pre-cut with the temp music, I don't know if it's called temp music, but I'll call it that. When they hear it, they're like, "Yeah, that's cool," and then they just want that. Yeah, which is a shame. Anyway, yeah, that music's fine. What did you think of the visual effects, Jack? Because you always say this thing where yeah, but all visual effects are good these days. It's not impressive anymore. What do you think of the you know the creature effects and stuff? Do you think it was cool? Uh, I don't know, but they're all pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah they they yeah, but that is my point again. They are all they're good. They're up to standard. Yeah, they're they're meeting the standard, which I expect. I thought I thought some I thought some of it was a like a little bit kind of um, CG, like the, the 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 monkey thing, you know the the white monkey the sloth thing. thing. Yeah, that yeah, was, that was maybe. kind of that was kind of a bit. CG, mm-hmm. but you Jungle's know, you know, you, you know the bit when he goes to the, he he strokes the beak of that massive bird. I'm like, that looks fucking yeah. great. The bird, yeah. like the the beak, it looks so realistic. Probably, just I think it prop. was, I think I think it was prosthetics. Yeah, with CG over it. Yeah, because he because he was pro- you could tell he was properly touching it, mm. rather than like in Doctor Who where they're like pointing at a green ball. <laughs> yeah, like oh. or in King Kong when he's holding the girl, but he's clearly not holding the girl. It's really yeah. weird in her hand. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, cool. I would give this film a solid six out of ten. Oh, yeah, I wasn't crazy on it to be honest. That's not that bad though. That's but like just above average. Which I, I, I guess I'd agree. I'd say it's just above average. Yeah. 
Cool. Do you want to go into a bit of spoilers, Jack? No, is there, is there something you're going to say? Oh, I was, I was going to say, can we go into a bit of spoilers? Oh, right, yeah, we can go into a bit of spoilers then, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I didn't... Do you want to jump straight into the end? Yeah. All right, yeah, do <laughs> When fucking Johnny Depp shows up, dude, I was just like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Don't, so. don't, don't do this right now. And I could see The hair was wrong. The hair was wrong. Yeah, it was just... He looked so, like, not in this film. Like, he looked like... He 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 just wasn't a part of it, you know. He didn't he didn't match the aesthetic yeah. of the rest of the film. Yeah, and they hadn't they hadn't um, maybe they had. I did go to the toilet at one point. Maybe <laughs> they had established what's his name Grindelwald. Grindelwald, yeah. Grindelwald. Maybe they had established him, but I don't know if they had. But to me, because I hadn't seen him established, I didn't know who he was. So I was like, oh, he's right at the you? beginning when they do the thing over the, the the guy, and he's like taking out a bunch of wizards. That's him from behind. You see him then, and they do talk about oh. him briefly. Okay, he's basically like Fine. Wizard Hitler. So he's reaping ha- he's reaping havoc on um, Europe at the time because the whole story right. with Grindelwald is that he's uh, Dumbledore's ex best friend and stuff, and they were good mates. And then Grindelwald goes crazy with power and stuff. And it's all about the de- okay, it's all about cool. the Deathly Hallows as well. Nice, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's Harry Potter lore, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was a little bit disappointed because it was like, why did Colin Farrell have to go? Yeah, he, was, he wasn't bad. I mean, he wasn't my favorite part of the film, and I did say that he was a little bit bad guy. Dot com, like he was obviously bad, but he wasn't bad. No, I thought he, I thought he was pretty cool. Like, I mean, yeah. he, the reason he was pretty OP was because he turned out to be Grindelwald at the end. But I thought it was cool how he kept like he didn't eat his wand and stuff, and like when he basically used the force to get mm-hmm. the briefcase, shit like that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, but I think yeah. it, I think it could have worked perfectly fine if just Colin Farrell was just Grindelwald and like no one really yeah. knew him what he looked like. So. He was just like, yeah, that kind of works. Because Colin Farrell's more of like a chameleon, you know. Johnny Depp's just like it's just like Johnny Depp. It's just like, Ugh. yeah, you know. And it was I feel so like he's gonna ruin it. Yeah, man. We were talking about it last week because we talked about because they only announced that he was playing Grindelwald like two weeks ago, so they must have snuck him in this film all secret like. Yeah, and you could tell that it was definitely filmed afterwards because there's no. I was watching. There's no like frame where Eddie Redmayne and Johnny Depp are in like the same frame. Interesting. Okay, interesting. Have so, they changed the ending? Yeah, it felt very like filmed afterwards, you know. Yeah. Did you get emotional right at the end? What with the with the bakery stuff? Yeah. Uh, no, because I, I I accidentally watched it um, opening night. Oh yes, <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, of course. Max works in a cinema. In case you didn't know, even though he mentions it every week. <laughs> so you have to do this thing where you go like in the end of a film ready to clean it so you, you see the ends of films all the time <laughs> yeah. so, so Max saw the end of the film yeah when he's talking when the whole film he's talking about like oh I really want to get my bakery I was like he's going to get his bakery <laughs> he's going to get his bakery <laughs> no problem <laughs> where do you get your ideas oh I know where he's going to get his ideas <laughs> yeah <laughs> it didn't ruin really the good. film but it was just kind of bit... it didn't ruin the film but it, but it ruined the film <laughs> Yeah, there's not much else to say in spoilers. I guess I don't know. Uh, the dark, the dark energy thing was really cool. I thought. Yeah. I thought um, the guy from We Need to Talk About Kevin, Ezra Miller, was a little. He was a little bit lame. Yeah. Like that he was, obviously was. He was, was meant to be lame, though, right? Yeah, that was. The I know. Yeah, he's meant to be lame, but he was like too lame. Yeah. He's just sort of pathetic lame. He wasn't like scary lame. In terms of like story, though, you know, there's this theory that. Um, because you know Dumbledore's little sister Ariana, uh, she was basically like a disabled like 
was witch and she would right. do this thing where she just explode occasionally and they've just theorized that she's now she is actually a um obscurus like him right right so um so that's the theory that makes sense. my theory is now they know about these obscurus why would they let harry in the future be abused by his his like he was being abused throughout his entire childhood oh yeah so i was fucking crushed the world yeah that's what i was thinking like it, it's kind of a plot hole now because like if Dumbledore knew about this this obscure doesn't really make sense either kid. doesn't really make sense why I just like as a as a thing like what is it they, they get as children they're not allowed to express their magical powers right so that so, so it all gets caught up inside them is that right yeah so they feel like stuck and then it like builds up energy energy and then they explode yeah Sure, <laughs> but it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like it'd be as rare as they make out. Yeah, because especially in like Europe when the witch hunt was going on, um, which I guess because Harry Potter is like meant to be set in the real world, if wizards were there as well. Yeah, so the witch hunts did happen. So wouldn't there have been like thousands and thousands of these? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. If it, if they're so common, how come we didn't? There was no mention of them in like the previous films, you know. Yeah, and why I would th- I, th- I don't think it was needed? And that's, that's the thing I was talking about. Like, why why would Dumbledore allow such abuse to go on with Harry in fear that he'd become an obscurus? You know, if, yeah. If why didn't they just? Deal? Yeah, why didn't they just like Grindelwald could have been like, oh, I sense a super powerful wizard somewhere in the city, and I've had visions of them being a young child, no older than ten or whatever. Yeah, or or, or not even that. I've had visions of a strong wizard, blah blah blah, and I know that they're somewhere in this vicinity because I had a dream about this area or whatever and then he could have the whole plot could have been the same and then he could have been revealed and then he could have done that exploding magic thing still but that could have just been his magic his super powerful magic that he couldn't control and it would work the same but now they've got this now they've got this thing this new thing that happens which is this obscurious thing I don't know because the thing you basically described is the same as with Voldemort and Harry's prophecy so I think like that could be True. People might be like, "Oh, this again." Oh, this again. Well, I was a bit, yeah. bit, bit like, "Oh, this again." When fucking Johnny Depp turned out to be Grindelwald, and it was just the same oh, yeah. Mad Eye Moody turning out to be fucking Barney Trout Junior. True. Yeah, except that, that was, was great and interesting and awesome. <laughs> this time it was uh, so it was boring and boring and boring. Yeah, boring and dumb. Plus, he was doing a weird accent, which was weird. Was he? Didn't really notice. Plus, he couldn't. I was like, is, I was like, is that Johnny? Is that Johnny? Is that Johnny? That's Johnny Depp. Fuck! I saw this film with a few people, and when it happened, I was just like, "No, <laughs> no, please, no! Come on now!" Because <laughs> like, I could just see it Bless. happening. Like, yeah, that's the other thing about this film. Why did it was, the it was bad guy have to be another bad guy? Yeah, yeah, it, it added nothing, didn't it? It was like, well, okay. you knew he wasn't going to lose. Like in Harry Potter, Harry Potter's good because I assume if you read the books, like if you, I mean, if you haven't read the books and you're watching the films, it's good because you don't really know what's going to happen. You know, like. Harry's going to beat Voldemort at the end, probably. But if it if it didn't happen like that, that's also like probable. Yeah. Sorry, there's a there's a train going past. It's probably brutally loud. Sorry, 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 And and she's gone. She's gone. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, in Harry Potter, you could like at the end, you would assume, but like, you don't really know what's going to happen. But in this, because it's such a obvious, good guy's going to win, bad guy's going to lose, type film. There's no tension really. Yeah. And then that's broken apart by this kind of like wacky comedy with these creatures, hmm. which is fine, and but that, it didn't fit yeah. the tone of the rest of the film. Yeah, and then when there's that child abuse stuff, 
in tandem with this light-hearted yeah. comedy with giggling monsters. It's like this is a bit weird. Yeah, like the it tone's was a bit weird. Yeah, there was like some really like dark stuff. Stuff with that, and you know that bit when yeah. they're like they're taking a that fucking chair full of acid, and it's like yeah, they, they're just gonna kill them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's brutal. This is maybe a family, a family picture, <laughs> <laughs> family picture. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah I don't know. But it's it's similar to what happened in Harry Potter, except they tried to do it in one film, I think. Like, the first Harry Potter has, like, that dark opening. Like, it's not even really that dark. It just has that opening where you see Harry on the doorstep and there's, like, flashes back to his mum and that kind of shit. And then yeah. in the second one, you have the chambers, which are, like, a little bit creepy. But not that bad. Like, the snake's pretty scary but when you're young, I guess. But not that bad. And then in the third one, they go, like, proper dark. And then the fourth one, they go proper dark. And then they're dark. Yeah, it keeps building and building. Yeah. And then in the final one, it's like super dark, deep, heavy stuff, like like about family and death. But in yeah. this, it's like there's abuse along with like, look how cute and cuddly this animal is. <laughs> this one, this one's called a Nerf girdler. Yeah. <laughs> if you check if out you the its, its stomach, it throws up custard. <laughs> it's like, and then only with that, it's like the mum's like, "Yep, yeah, take your belt off, Timmy." Yeah, I mean, like, I like would, I, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with the story about Newt's commander and his funny, you know, beast escapades. But I don't think he was the right lead character to, like, follow through this story. Like, it could have been, you know, Dumbledore, you know, someone who carries, yeah. like, dark, definitely, you know, history, you know. But this is just some dude. Well, yeah, I, I guess I guess he could dude. have some kind of dark I guess he's now our dude, though. He's now our dude. Yeah. I liked him. But is he our dude, yeah, Jack? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't get a tattoo, you know. <laughs> Did you hear about the guy who got a Dumbledore tattoo? And um, right. he's like a homophobic dude. And then J.K. Rowling said that Dumbledore's gay. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and it's like a big one, like on his back. Number nice. one, why like, are you getting like a Dumbledore tattoo, tattoo, bro? Guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty weird. This guy's going to be great. <laughs> this guy's going to be the shit. <laughs> only, only good part of the film. Anyway. Cool, cool. Are we down here? I think we're done. I think we? I think we digested it pretty well. Yeah. Any 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 comments, listeners? You can um, whatever you know, comment or whatever. Send us or a email. A juicy email. Yeah. Send us a, send us a tweet. Yeah, send us a tweet. We never get tweets. We get tweets of it's just like oh yeah, like oh yeah, I agree or I hate. <laughs> Pointless. If you guys I'm not do favorite, sorry, I mean I mean I love. No, I don't. I mean I, I mean I like. <laughs> I think. I'm not sure. If you guys do follow us on Twitter, I've retweeted a tweet that I sent. It's of my blog. I did a whole review of this, so if you want to check that out, go on there. Go go pretty in in depth about the about the film. Yep. So check that out if you yep. want. If you love this content, if you want. you'll love written content. <laughs> if you love this, you'll love. <laughs> yeah, check it out. If you love Harry Potter, you'll love <laughs> Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> not true. That's kind of how this film was sold, though, wasn't it? Oh, do you think it was good for kids? I think it was no, good for kids. I don't think yeah, that's was. the thing. That's the thing. I was afterwards. I was like, "This isn't good for kids. That's fucked up." Mm. If I if if I had a six year old and I took them in and they were like, "Daddy, why why is he making them take take the belt off?" I'd be like, <laughs> "I think we're gonna I think we're gonna go home." So. <laughs> like, it's fucked. It's fucked up. It's yeah. not right, really. And it's a twelve A as well. Like, where's the audience? Yeah. Why are they doing that? Like they're pushing like their prime audience, which would have been the PG realm of the seven-year-olds to the eleven-year-olds. Like out, they're done, they're gone. Is it though? Is that the audience they're going for, or are they just going for people like us who know? No, they're going for everyone. They're going for everyone, aren't they? But they've pushed that audience out. 
And especially if you if you're under five or you're under six, like you can't watch this. I just, That's I just, too dark. I just don't know what Warner Brothers are, are playing at recently. No, that's silly. Yeah. Well, they just they just wait for the Nolans. Yeah, that's all they do. There's this guy on um, Collider Movie Talk called John Campier, and he talk, he always talking about how um, Warner Brothers are really reactionary. How they're like, oh, Harley Quinn was good in this film that's just come out. Uh, we'll just greenlight a solo film like like that, you know? Yeah. And they do stuff like that all yeah. the time, and it's kind of like this: how they're just like, oh, uh, J.K. wants to write five. Okay, we'll greenlight five. It's like. Five. Yeah, there's gonna be fucking five of these films. <laughs> so ridiculous. I didn't know there was gonna be five. Yeah, five man. Including this one. So why can't they just take it one at a time? Yeah. Be like, alright, this one did alright, we'll do another. See how it gets. See how it gets. Why can't they just chill? Yeah. And then they can do two years between each one, really make people wait, build up the hype, but they won't. They'll be churning one out a year, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Five. That's like two thousand and thirty <laughs> by the time they're right. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll, they'll do five, and then they'll do prequels, and then they'll do books. And didn't they greenlight The Cursed Child as well? That's happening as well. Oh, I don't know about that. I think there might be a false... No, I don't, I don't oh, think okay. that's happening, dude. Okay. You can't do that story without, like, all the cast returning, without, like, Alan Rickman. And you need you need, a, you need everyone involved to do that. Right. I don't think Alan Rickman's up for it anymore. <laughs> no. No. Poor Alan. Yeah, poor Alan. That was another thing. Like, you need, like, a like a... A Snape in this film, you know, someone who's just a like, red herring. Oh, yeah, a red. Well, herring. I guess they did that with like the little girl, but I kind of just. Oh sure, Ezra Miller was just—he looks so bad. But it was obvious. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, so we think it's her, so it's probably him. <laughs> it's, it was, it was like, it was like watching NCIS. It was like, <laughs> it's like obvious twists. Is it going to be the? Is it going to be the creepy big actor guy with that's like? In this film, because he's a big name, or is it going to be this little girl who I've never seen in my life and has had like three lines and they were, and they were all terrible? <laughs> I don't know. The girl with the bowl cut. Obviously, it's going yeah. to be, it's going to be fucking Ludie McLude. <laughs> Alright, cool. I think we've I think we've dissected this pretty good. All right, are we done? I think we're done here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, to Bank Rose Film Club. Thanks for listening. If you like this one, you follow us on Twitter, on SoundCloud, on iTunes. Give us the five stars on iTunes. We love that. We uh, sure you can do. like our Facebook page as well, even though we don't post the episodes there. But you can do that if you want. <laughs> but mostly follow us on Twitter. That's that's where all yeah. the fun happens. Twitter's at, where the hubs are. At, at Blanket Bros. Why don't you follow us on Instagram? <laughs> yeah, follow us on Instagram. Last time we posted was like six months ago. <laughs> Oh, you know I was going to ask you, Jack? When's the uh, Star Wars celebration Let's... coming? Alright, awesome. And that's the end of the episode. Jack, Jack, 